0: Contemporary warfare is today profoundly entangled with science, not only in terms of the constant development of weapons and technological systems that it so heavily depends upon, but in the very ways in which war is conceived of and armies are organised. Nor is this relationship between science and war new. Rather, it can be traced back to the very inception of the scientific revolution in the early modern era. Over the span of four centuries, successive scientific conceptions have shaped military thought and practice from the clockwork armies of Prussia's Frederick the Great to contemporary networked forces and robotic swarms. This, in a nutshell, is the central argument of my book, The Scientific Way of Warfare, Order and Chaos on the Battlefields of Modernity, now in a second edition from Post Publishers and Oxford University Press in the United States. Science and warfare have in common that they both grapple with the constant problem of order and chaos. Scientists strive to discern the pattern order behind the apparent chaos of natural phenomena by identifying regularities and constants in their behavior and formulating universal physical laws. These laws in turn allow for the development of increasingly sophisticated technologies that promise to grant humans ever more control over their environment. Yet science has also repeatedly found that advances in its understanding have required relinquishing some of its prior certainties, and making room for chaotic and random phenomena from the statistical behavior of gas particles to the unpredictable non-linearity of the so-called butterfly effect. In a similar fashion, military commanders are faced with the perennial problem of maintaining order and control over their forces in the face of chaos unleashed on the battlefield. Indeed, victory generally requires plunging the adversary's forces into a state of disarray. And just as in science, commanders have found it necessary at different times to loosen their controlling grip and grant the subordinates greater autonomy in navigating an unpredictable environment. And so it is perhaps unsurprising then that the military has repeatedly drawn inspiration from the successes of science and adopted some of its key concepts and models. In the book, I trace the history of this increasing intimacy between science and war, outlining four distinct periods in the scientific way of warfare. In the first of these eras, running through the 16th and 17th centuries, The scientific worldview is dominated by the ideas of mechanism according to which the universe is understood as matter in motion under a complete and regular system of laws of nature. A particular technology becomes associated with mechanism, that of clockwork, not merely because the accurate measurement of time becomes an important scientific instrument, but because it represents a powerful model of reality that embodies the principles of mechanism and helps them gain wider cultural acceptance. Hence the popular idea at the time of a clockwork universe. The armies of the epoch became correspondingly mechanized, marching in cadence, deploying in strictly geometric formations and unfolding on the battlefield like a clockwork mechanism. A thermodynamic era follows when a new science of energy becomes dominant in the 19th century. A more dynamic, unstable understanding of the universe comes forth. The associated technology of the engine powers the industrial revolution and serves as a new model for understanding the vibrant forces of nature. Unprecedented energies are unleashed in war through the escalation in the destructiveness of weapons, the motorization of armed forces and the total mobilization of society. Yet, at the apogee of thermodynamic warfare in World War II, the scientific worldview takes another turn. Information displaces energy as its central concept with the computer as its key technology. The science of cybernetics provides a theory of control and communications concerned with self-governing systems that can independently adjust their behavior in real time through information feedback with their environment. For instance, a guided missile homing in on its target. Armies adopt computers enthusiastically and assemble vast command and control infrastructures. First and foremost, for the conduct of nuclear war. Following the debacle of American cybernetic army in Vietnam, a new regime in the scientific way of warfare begins to germinate. From the 1970s onwards, chaos theory and complexity science uncover self-organizing systems whose intelligent behavior emerges from the distributed interaction of their parts rather than any centralized coordination. One thinks, for instance, of the swarm behavior identified in social species of insects, birds, or fish. The paradigmatic technology is now the ubiquitous network and its promise of radical decentralization. The US military begins its kaleplexic turn in the 1990s with the doctrine of network centric warfare and has continued to the present day through various iterations of counterterrorism, counterinsurgency, or the latest return to interstate competition. Networked forms of organization and decentralized operations are seen as the singular path to success, notwithstanding the chastening reversals incurred over the past two decades. Today, the latest advances in artificial intelligence, autonomous weapons, and robotics are seen as key to the realization of a truly chaoplexic military. And yet, as we move ever further down this path, should we not pause and take stock of the perils presented by the advent of a fully autonomous war machine that might slip from our controlling grasp? The scientific way of warfare is an essential read for anyone concerned with the past, present, and future war, its singular relationship with science, and our place within it.